0: I've decided to call this homily I'm going to give this morning, Living Beyond the Well. We're living into a new reality that's come upon us this week as a uh, a result of the spread of the coronavirus, or COVID-19 as it's being called. And one aspect of that is that the World Health Organization has declared a pandemic, a worldwide health crisis. Locally here, Archbishop Hebda has dispensed the Catholic faithful from the obligation to attend Sunday Mass. And that was done so as to be a precaution to have uh, large numbers of people together increases the risk for people to uh, contract the virus And so the Archbishop has asked those who do not attend Mass on Sunday to listen to a Mass on television or uh, on the radio or to make some other form of a spiritual communion in place of the Mass obligation. And finally, locally, our governor has declared a peacetime state of emergency. Many of us logically are living in fear worrying about how this is going to affect our lives and those that we care about. We're becoming familiar with a new term called social distancing. It's the idea of restricting where large groups of people gather so that uh, we avoid the spread of this virus from one person to another. And as a society, we're being asked to cooperate with our leaders in an effort to curb this pandemic. In our gospel this weekend, we see the Samaritan woman in a different kind of social distancing. The Samaritan woman is a public sinner. Everyone in the town knows her story. And so rather than going to the well in the early part of the day when it's cool, as most people would do, she chooses to appear at the well at noon in the heat of the day so as not to encounter other people. She's trying to avoid ridicule and just get her water and get back home again. And of course, Jesus places himself at this well, not to judge her, but to draw her into relationship with himself. Jesus meets the woman at the well exactly where she is, fearful of judgment, shrouded in shame, broken, and he invites her into relationship with him. And there's a beautiful moment of conversion when she says, I know that the Messiah is coming, and Jesus says, I am he. I'm the one speaking to you. I'm the Messiah. And it's in this moment of conversion that she sets down her water jar. And she goes into the town and begins to proclaim Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, this water jar for her represents her secret life. Her brokenness, her humiliation, her shame, her doubt, her fear, her isolation. And as Jesus fills her, with the living water that he's talking about. She's filled with hope and with love and with healing and with truth and with mercy. And in that, she's able to put down her water jar. Some of us this morning are carrying our water jars I know I am. A little bit afraid of this virus and what it means for us. Worried about the scarcity of goods. I've talked to several people this morning who went to Target or Cub to buy toilet tissue and found the shelves were empty. We might be worried for our loved ones. We might be listening to the news reports with shock and horror as new statistics are being reported and and more things are being contained. We might be experiencing some anxiety because of this social isolation. Many of us are living in fear. Fear is an acronym for faith extinguished as a result. When we live in fear, sometimes we block God's love coming into our hearts. We begin to lose trust in God and we start to try to rely on ourselves and we become anxious and afraid. We can remember our first parents in the garden and how frightened they were after they had sinned and realized that they were naked. And there was fear and shame. And yet God the Father sought them out. He didn't leave them in their fear and shame. And he won't leave us either. Many of us tend to run when we're afraid. That's our first instinct, to run. And yet we're called to stand firm in the trust that we have in our Lord and allow God just to wrap us in that love and cast out all our fears. So this morning, I want to suggest that we put our water jugs down. Would that be okay? All right. One of my favorite passages in the Bible is from the book of Exodus. And it's when Moses is preparing to lead the Israelites across the Red Sea. And there's fear and worry and anxiousness. And they're looking and they can see the Egyptians are coming and their their hearts are full of fear. And Moses says these words to them. Do not be afraid. Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will accomplish for you today. For these Egyptians... Substitute COVID-19, whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You have only to keep still. Still is a word that we don't hear a lot in our daily life. Maybe God is inviting us into this stillness to draw us closer to Himself. Maybe God is inviting us to a deeper trust in Him for everything that we need. Maybe this forced social isolation is an invitation for us to spend more time in prayer. I'd like to give you a mantra something to take with you as you walk out of here this morning. When you feel anxious or worried or afraid, from Psalm 46, verse 10, be still and know that I am God. I want to invite you to be still with me for just a moment this morning. And if you feel comfortable, just to close your eyes and just be still for a moment. It's a beautiful prayer that my wife discovered out on the internet just a couple of days ago. And I'd like to pray that with you as together we face these fears and worries. That's called prayer for a pandemic. May we who are merely inconvenienced remember those whose lives are at stake. May we who have no risk factors remember those most vulnerable. May we who have the luxury of working from home remember those who must choose between their health and making the rent. May we who have flexibility to care for our children when the schools close remember those who have no options. May we who have to cancel our trips remember those who have no place to go. May we who are losing our margin money in the turmoil of the economic market remember those who have no margin at all. May we who settle in for quarantine at home remember those who have no home. As fear grips our country, let us choose love. During this time when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us find ways to be the loving embrace of God to our neighbor. Amen.